0: Hot alcohol, I think so. I think so. Come on. Wow. Mm. Wow. Let's wow. hope so. I know, right? You can only take so much. <laughs>
1: I, yeah, I can't take any more. I <laughs> Such a like the past four what five days have been so fucking rough. Like yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't. I we had our like only sale of the year at the bookshop this past weekend. Oh really? Um, the only one we ever do. The entire store twenty percent off. It was wow. People okay. were rabid animals. <laughs> um, and I worked, I worked two of the sale days. Um, and I like my body is broken. <laughs> I like, it is, it was so bad, and then I worked yesterday, and it was like a really mellow day, except for it was the first time so far that we had somebody come in who was an absolutely belligerent wet rag, and was screaming about our mask policy and calling me and oh, one of the God. owners a stupid little girl who doesn't read, <gasps> um, and like a and stupid. stupid the <laughs> Yeah, I no, I was in like, oh, huh? store. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, well, you guys should read some of your books that you have in here because the governor said that it's over. I'm just like, cool, this is private okay. property. Get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. um, like, I don't give a shit. Um, so, anyway. That's, that's where I'm at right now. How are you, Victoria Aveline? Hi,
0: welcome to the podcast. This is the episode again. Hi. Oh, yeah, I'm here. Hi, Victoria Aveline. <laughs> me. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I, uh, I'm a little tired today. I just uh, went to this wonderful, wonderful conference with all of these amazing authors, and it was amazing. It was so cool to meet um, all of these wonderful sci fi romance ladies. Um, but every time I go out in public now, because I'm a hermit, I get a little bit of a cold, so <laughs> got a little cold yeah. today. Yeah. 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 That's, the glo- that's the glamorous writer life, you know, never leaving I've your never... house and then.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. That's the thing is, like, one day I aspire to not work in the bookstore so I can do all my stuff full time. Yeah. Well, I'm basically doing my stuff full time anyway, but also sure to have are. weekends where I'm not working <laughs> at the bookstore. That would be nice. My weekends yeah. are working at the bookstore. Anyway, um, but there is a part of me that's like, if I don't have a job outside of my house i'm never leaving
0: i never leave my house (laughs) it's like a a ordeal when i leave my house now
1: yeah i i'm like in my house at least four days a week like all day every day like Mm -hmm. like i so i don't i don't like i take my dog out for walks and occasionally i force myself to i so my hack for forcing myself out of the house was i canceled my grocery delivery so that i have to go to the grocery store you are braver than i (laughs) Well, that's the thing is the problem is now I have to go to the grocery store and sometimes I can't force myself to go to the grocery store. So I just don't have food. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like yeah. living off of a dino uh, egg oatmeal right now. Oh my God. I love dino
0: egg oatmeal. They hold the fuck up. They're they still do. so good. Wow. Yeah. Man, I remember buying that and thinking this is this is fucking incredible. This is this magic.
1: Is magic. Yeah. Oh my God. What science? Is How
0: this? do they do this?
1: Yeah. I still don't know. I still don't know. They're delicious. I was hunting around in there for, for all the little dino eggs. Yeah. And yeah. Watching them transform. I don't know where the <laughs> eggs go. All of a sudden, there's just dinosaurs in there. Oh my God. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> That's amazing. Um. Yeah. I'm so, I'm not going to lie. I was so stoked when I went to the grocery store and I saw that because I had to, I, when I got my COVID booster a couple of weeks ago, I went to, uh, target afterwards um the glamorous glamorous life of getting stuck with a needle and then going to target um oh, yeah. <laughs> and then i was like i was, cause I was like i am might be laid flat for several days mm-hmm. because that's what happened to me the last times i got the shot <laughs> so like, oh okay. really oh this, the sickest i've ever been in my life was when i got the first shot i was oh. profoundly ill like i was in so much pain and like there was some discussion about like maybe i needed to go to the doctor oh um, my I was fine. Don't worry about it. I was fine. And every shot I've gotten since has been progressively better, but still terrible. Um, this one was actually not so bad. It was only laid up for a day. Um, but I didn't know. So I was like, okay, I need to stock up on stuff that I can easily make um, or just, like, stuff in my fucking face if I can eat. Uh, and so I, I was, like, going around looking for, like, frozen stuff or whatever. And then I saw the dino oatmeal, and I was like, this is it. This is my survival food. <laughs>
0: yeah and i was valid yeah
1: yeah nothing keeps you whole and hail such as uh dino oatmeal (laughs) it's weirdly
0: savory which i didn't remember it yeah yeah i think is it isn't it if i remember correctly isn't it the dino eggs that give a little bit of sugar to the yeah so they have to melt a bit for that for that sweet to come in
1: yeah, and then and then the dinos themselves are basically just sprinkles, like they're yeah. just like crunchy sprinkles. Yeah, um, yeah. There, no, it's like, but I didn't, I didn't remember it being quite so savory. I guess because now as an adult, like the only instant oatmeal I've had has been like the really flavored kind. Yeah. Um, and so this one doesn't have any flavorings. I think it's literally just like sugar and like salt and oatmeal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very good actually. It's very it's yeah. tasty.
0: <laughs> um.
1: Anyway, you got a book out.
0: <laughs> I do have a book out. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's out there now. It um, it it was a struggle for the release yeah. because uh, all of my Amazon canceled it. They canceled the pre-orders. What the fuck is going on? I don't know. They- it's I'm waiting to a few for my folks, turn. I guess. Yeah. But
1: they they did that to CMS Costa like two releases ago, I think. Like they did a like huge wipe. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, and they don't. You know, they can't say anything about it, and I get it. But um, it ended up being good. It ended up being good. People rallied. They, you know, we posted about it. They figured it out. So it's great. But it was. It's just been a little bit stressful.
1: (laughs) Oh God! (laughs) It was like it was like three days before your fucking release too. It was not. Yeah, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was like that was terrible
0: i've ever seen that i was like are you fucking kidding me yeah. like jesus so, christ right so i you know it was three days before which is like the minimum for uh listing a pre-order right so once mm-hmm. it was canceled i couldn't list another pre-order i had to just live release it live release can take up to 72 hours yeah three days so i was yeah. like well if i'm gonna make sure that it's out The day that I said it was going to be out. You got to just do it. I have to do it now. And I'm I'm just going to hope that it takes a while to go through. Took four hours to go through. (laughs) So three days before it is out. (laughs) And yeah, it was just a whole mess. But
1: (laughs) that sounds awful. That sounds so stressful. I'd be like a puddle on the floor.
0: (laughs) I wasn't much better. I was just a ball of ball of anxiety. But because you were also
1: anxious about this book, too. Like, on top uh, of, like, yeah. all of this happening, you it, it's not just that, like, oh, shit, my, like, stuff got messed up on yeah, the yeah. back end. It was, like, you also had a lot of anxiety built up around how people would react to this book. So having yes, to also yes. put it out
0: early. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah. No, thank you. It was, uh, it was something else. But, um, again, no. glamorous life of another. Just yeah.
1: Huddled Very... in a corner.
0: Just waiting, seeing if people like it, seeing if Crippled they by doubt. even realize it's around yet. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. huh. Anyway, it's Resisting <laughs>
1: Maxu. It is. <laughs> it's it the is. title. Yeah. And I I loved it. But here's the problem is that I've said it before. So this is a longstanding tradition now to have you on the podcast and book out. <laughs> um, this all started way back when, two years ago, when I was like, mm-hmm. I fucking love these books. I think there were only two books out when I or yeah, was there only one it, I it don't was, remember I was trying to figure that out
0: it was either only one or it was two and it, the second one was really early on Freeing Luca was really I or it might think have like it, been in pre-order or something when I was on
1: something because I remember yeah. being like hey please God please you don't know me I'm no one
0: but I really
1: <laughs> really like your books will you yeah. please be on the podcast and you were like Hell yeah. Hell like, yeah. Oh God. And ever since then you've been on whenever you have a new book. Um yeah. because I fucking love these books. But my the problem is that literally every time I read them, I'm like, I need to reread all of the books. I um, I don't
0: know how you do that
1: to yourself. Just that's so many books. But the problem is like, well, first of all, yes, but I read a book a day. So I oh, need to man. I my hunger is unquenchable. Yeah. Um <laughs> i i i'm desperate i need it um if i don't my brain starts to shrivel (laughs) um but i so it's you know it's like maybe like it's like five days really now Mm -hmm. so you know that's fine i can i can do that i can do that in five days Mm don't worry about it i've also already read all the books so many times now that i like i can just kind of skim to my favorite parts and like i'm reading it but i'm also like not reading all the other you know Yeah, yeah um but I, I definitely like. I was trying to think about why I do that because I don't do that with a whole lot of books, right? Like even Nalini Singh's books, I really, really love the side Changeling books, right? Mm-hmm. But like, they're so fucking heavy, yeah. That I've only re- reread a few of them that I know that like aren't gonna destroy me and that I, I loved. Mm-hmm. Um, but the idea of going back and rereading all of the side Changeling series fucking fills me with. <laughs> like a pavlovian sort of dread yeah i like remember when you did that the
0: first time that was rough <laughs> that was
1: fucking terrible <laughs> yeah. oh my god yeah. i'll never get that time back um but so but so uh, all that to say like i don't even do that with like cressa cole's books i do that with a few of ruby's books but like your series i do it without fail every single time every single oh. time i have i have the thought in my head as i'm reading where i'm like oh, I need to go back and reread these. And it's like I've never had the thought before. Like it's always a <laughs> oh, new idea. I should go back and
0: reread all of them. And then I'm like, wait, I've done, we've been here before. <laughs> well, I'm so flattered. Uh, I mean, I think, you know, that's a good thing. So yes, thought, it's a fantastic like, thing. And I was yeah. trying to think about why that was like, okay. what about your books why make is me,
1: like, why do I continue every single time I step back in to your world, want to go back and reread all the books. And I was like, oh, it's because I love the world so much. Like, it's not just the characters. It's the actual bodacious, super cool, gadzooks, wild ass universe you've made
0: that I love. That world, the world's a character in and of itself, right? It's a whole thing. Yeah, it takes a lot of work to do that. And I love doing it. I love the world building, Mm -hmm. but yeah it's definitely it's kind of taking on a life of its own now
1: <laughs> i i especially in this book right especially because you literally like the whole concept is that meg and several other human women are going mm-hmm. on a worldwide tour to kind of a pr tour yep. um to all of these major cities which are their own governments mm-hmm. um to 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 settle people down to like give them a glimpse of the new humans and so on and so forth we we'll, talk about more of that later but uh, you take us on a tour of the world through the characters going on this tour yeah and as i was reading it i was like oh she had to do so much fucking work (laughs) 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 because like every city is totally different they all have their own cultural stuff that's totally different they all have their own histories and backgrounds where Uh, the book ends um not the epilogue but like just before that um like that whole last 25 percent of the book is in its own super self-contained really interesting part of the map yeah like oh
0: yeah it was uh it was rough i because i really like world building right Mm -hmm, i had mm -hmm. ideas for 20 cities and i had to really really you know sit down Mm -hmm. have a conversation with myself and say look People are going to like it to a point, but you got to calm down. You can't have yeah. that. You can't describe that many. You got to limit it to just a wife. few. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, I tried to do as little as I could, but still, you know, put in a different city. So it felt like you were going on a tour with these yeah. characters and ho- hoping it wasn't too much. <laughs>
1: no, it felt very much like it, it felt very natural. It felt to me like somebody going on it, you know, like I was reading a contemporary romance where somebody was going on a trip through Europe. Like mm-hmm. it didn't feel forced. It didn't feel like super fantastical. It mm-hmm. felt like the real experience of travel, especially when like after the first city,
0: all of the women were like, "Oh my god, I'm so tired. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, this sucks. <laughs> Why I was doing this?" I was like, "I should oh. make everywhere really cool." But then I'm like, even if it is cool, you get to a point when you're traveling where nothing is just appealing. You're you're dra- you're drained. Your battery. You're tired of low. staying in hotels. You're yeah. like you're living exhausted. out of your suitcase. Tired yeah. of trying to remember how you know all of the the. Th- polite ways of behaving in different places mm-hmm. and yeah so I did have a spot in there where they're just done they would they would just like to stay in their rooms and not do anything for the day but they they're have also to. in a very
1: particular place where things have gotten they a are. little rough for them they are yeah. <laughs> so my first I... request <laughs> I want a yeti hero we need a yeti hero you can't give me yetis and not give me a yeti hero please
0: yeah so in one part of the book when they're kind of like they're kind of over it a little bit they've just been oversaturated you know they're not trying to be rude or anything but they go to this um, very cold place with these furry uh furry men who are all very um stern and angry and Just the ways of behaving or the cultural norm in that city is that that, you know, you don't you don't smile at people, you don't like the ways that you show interest are just not literally turning your back and walking away from them. So if you're not all out rude by our standards, they think that you're interested. So there's a lot just a cultural miscommunication there. But immediately Abigail messaged me. She was like, um, yes, I would like (laughs) this one
1: yes please you yeah. can't give me Chekhov's Yeti like yeah. you have to you have to do a Yeti hero I want it I want it I want a stern daddy Yeti
0: <laughs> stern daddy Yeti. that will be the title
1: yes I'm sure everyone will love that that'll yeah. totally work with the title convention you got going on yep yep um, it could
0: be a novella stern daddy Yetis of Cocania. Yes,
1: <laughs> are you like? Are you kidding me? That would sell so well. That would That'd sell be so, funny. so well. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Oh god, I just like. There also, there's a whole chunk of that which is like you illustrating how the culture that the humans have been thrust in. Which I guess we should do a very short recap here. If you haven't sure. read these books, yeah, the Clicanian yeah. series, which still fucking trips me up. God damn you, Victoria. <laughs> um, the Clicanian series is a series of books about women who have been kidnapped from Earth in the same old sci-fi romance trope. They're yep. dropped on this planet, essentially. It turns out that they are genetically compatible with these people who are on the brink of extinction due to a fertility-slash-female crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, where you flip it on its head, and you make it entirely female-focused, where mm-hmm. all of the culture has been geared towards giving women power and also men impressing women so that they can get the chance to... Mm-hmm. Um, Breed or have any sort of connection at all. Yeah. Um. They are super advanced. They've got all this great technology. They're still fucking dying, and they can't really figure out why. Um. Yep. There's also like a magical mate connection that happens, but that has also died out until the women arrive. Um. We're five books in. There's a lot of cultural stuff going on. People are getting really angry that this one city has all of these women, and they're giving them more rights than they think is necessarily fair because even the people of this or were we at six now i think this is six, six, six books yeah. shit i i almost <laughs> counted earlier i was like i know what number it is anyway six um and and uh so they the people are getting really pissed because they're like so we still have to abide by all these laws but these humans who could save our fucking planet don't yeah that's fucked up and like yeah it's, yeah it, it kind of it's a very slow build of over the course of all these books um, which is where we get to this point, where they're going on this tour, and mm-hmm. these to try and calm those relations down. Um, and <laughs> we get to this city. Was it Kittabrand? Kid Kid There we go. Yeah. The the furry city. Yeah. Um And <laughs> um, capital F furry city. Furry city. <laughs> um, and they realize kind of how the city they have been in and the one that they've been kind of swaddled and protected by is culturally it it felt very starkly different from them and what they were used to actually was not so far off and (laughs) like so they get to the city and everyone's a huge dick and like they they are pushy
0: and mean that's the thing though right are they or is that you know that's their culture right it's the cultural Mm -hmm. norm so it's just how they're interpreting it but Mm -hmm. yeah
1: but it's but to them it's like you know it's a huge culture shock and it's yeah. it's the first kind of really big culture shock that they have mm-hmm. um, and then things kind of get both better and worse as they go yeah um, yeah because everyone the the tour let's shall we say doesn't really work yeah um, <laughs> it's not doesn't, working
0: doesn't no. work great it, you know because yeah th- they're on the road right and so yeah. they're from a. Uh, class four planet earth is considered a class four planet which means you're pretty primitive you're not evolved you know they're the hillbillies of the universe kind of they're like the yeah the they don't think that none of the other planets think that they should they shouldn't be talking to them and they're they are not ready to be talked to and or introduced to and so you know, uh, uh, across this world on Clicania, everybody rem- thinks of the humans as these underdeveloped kind of primitive beings that need to be swaddled, maybe, because that's what has been happening. But then mm-hmm. they go on this PR tour and they are not that they're just they seem very normal. They seem intelligent. They're able to, you know, mm-hmm. speak intelligently and they they start to get a little bit angry. Well, if if they are. And what as the fuck have we been waiting us, Why on? have we been waiting? Why are they all in this other city? Why aren't they, you know? So it starts to get a little there bit is, tense as the tour keeps going.
1: And there's also the matter of scarcity. Um, yes. And yes. Uh, there's, there's very few humans on the planet mm-hmm. currently, or so they think. Mm-hmm. Um, except as we know from uh, Fejo's book, that there are actually quite a few more humans mm-hmm. um, that are in stasis and it is a total secret it is mm-hmm. completely, not even the humans know about it um, especially not the ones who are in stasis but mm-hmm. the ones who are walking around um, and that also begins to leak yeah um, and that ratchets up the tension because suddenly yep. it's not just oh, the, this queen has been protecting <clears throat> these humans who are fully capable of participating in our world mm-hmm. and abiding by our laws, and sh- we should be doing this stuff, and the fact that we haven't been is cruel to everybody else. Mm-hmm. But also, the rumor is that she's hiding thousands of potential mates yeah. away. Yep. Yep, yep. Um, and that is like... Whew. Oh, the the big, like, I I understand why you were worried about this book. I do. I I understand why, like, there's also a number of, um, anytime you have the, like, just to be plain here. Anytime you have an even somewhat unlikable heroine, a yeah. heroine who rejects <laughs> the the uh, a hero yeah. right off the bat, all this stuff. Anytime you have that, readers are inherently kind of predisposed to not like them. They yes. really yes. don't enjoy that. Um, they're not very nice to yes. to um quote unquote unlikable heroines. Yeah. Um, so you had that, but then you also had this very dark, very tense political undertone to the entire yes. book. Yeah. Um, which is a I wouldn't say it's a change from the other ones. It's an escalation. It is an sure.
0: escalation, yeah. I mean, I really felt like I had to start pushing that background mm-hmm. plot forward, and I thought this was the perfect opportunity to do that. But hoping that, you know, my couple, Megan and Maxu, hoping their, you know, like, romantic relationship helped, um, you know, not make it a completely dark book. <laughs>
1: Ew, no, it yeah. wasn't dark. I, I something had to give like after yeah. Fejo's book something mm-hmm. had to give i personally was expecting like somebody to go rogue and just mm-hmm. contact earth anyway oh, um yeah. like that was it was either that or like something was going to maybe attack earth or something or like there was going to be some big escalation here that was going to force the issue mm-hmm. um i think it's really cool that you surprised me and you didn't go that route you went the route of like No, people are just fucking fed up. And, like, Mm -hmm. there's more power here to be thrown around than just Mm -hmm. what we've seen. Um, And I I, I don't know. I thought that was a really cool use of your world building. Um, Like, I, I, I don't know. I think it would have been much easier to make the queen, like... Basically all powerful, like no one could touch her. But like,
0: you, nah. you
1: show that like from the very beginning, pretty much of the series, if you look back, she's under an immense amount of pressure from day one. Yep. Um, and and like, I don't know. I just thought I I understand why you were worried. I, this yeah. book was really risky. I think it was yeah. a brilliant move for the series. Oh, like, that's... I think Yay. after this point, like everything that happens after this is going to be so fucking interesting. I hope so.
0: I hope so. Let's hope my brain. Continues to work.
1: (laughs) I just want, and I'm not going to do any spoilers here, but if you've read the book, you know what I'm talking about. I want Sophia to fuck the mean out of that guy.
0: (laughs) I have gotten a lot of messages about that. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a damaged little puppy, that guy. She can use knives. Uh, He's going to love her. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) There's a whole lot of potential, so we'll she, see.
1: She can use knives. Well, n- not necessarily, but no, enthusiastically.
0: Enthusiastically is a better word. I think, uh, yeah. I won't say anymore, but you no. know, that, that is a very accurate statement of what she can do. She yes. can be very showy, but maybe not very effective.
1: No, yeah. no. I love her, though. I love her. I love that she's an artist. I was like, oh, one of my people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm interested though in hearing about, um, kind of how you, how you whittled down this plot because, like, I feel yeah. like you could have this is a fucking iceberg here, yeah, uh, with everything that was going on. So how did you like manage to, to do that?
0: Yeah. So, um, just to give some background on, hopefully, what everybody is still focuses on in the book which is the romance yes (laughs) Um, yes it starts out with um maxu Mm -hmm, who mm -hmm. is um a mostly retired mercenary who is the brother of the hero from the first book theo and then a brother of a few other of the heroes and um, they got a lot of brothers they got a lot of brothers i mean you know it's a romance series so there's brothers Yeah. (laughs) yeah and um he, unlike a lot of the men on uh, in his city, hates the marriage ceremonies, hates them with a fiery passion, does not want to be involved, does not want to be included. So his way of not having to participate in them is to break the law just enough mm. so he gets thrown in jail and he becomes ineligible, not enough to affect his life in any severe way. So... He is doing that in uh, when we meet him. And um, at the same time, the tour that is taking these humans across the planet is is leaving and it happens to be from the same area. And as he is getting put in cuffs and hauled away to jail, he from a distance, never really seeing her smells his mate, Meg, recognizes her. her. It just it just happens. He just recognizes her but he's being hauled away and he can't do anything about it so he ends up Mm -hmm. going to jail you know she's somewhere out there she has no idea what is going on none and um she's one of the humans who is very excited she was very very excited to be abducted to be taken to a new planet because she didn't enjoy her life back on earth so She is ready to get out there. She's ready to go on this tour to meet people, live her free, single life. And um, so as soon as Maxu gets out of jail, he makes a beeline for her and she has no idea what is coming. (laughs) And Meg's
1: also made a little bit of a mess for herself as well.
0: Yes, she (laughs) has. Yeah.
1: Because to get out of that sticky situation with the Yetis, her Mm -hmm. friend and her drunkenly um basically blurt out that she has she's already been recognized she, she has made yeah and he's waiting for her after the tour and and that's why and everyone gets extremely mad at her yeah. all the Klikanians who are her guards get extremely mad because they're like you can't fucking lie about that and she's yeah. like listen i was drunk as shit and i didn't come up with it lucy did yeah um, yeah yeah so, so she's like, look at look, me.
0: they look they were not backing down and then you know it as a slip up right we yeah. would imagine it would be the same thing as saying that you're married to get a guy off your back. So yeah. in her mind that's all it is. But to everyone else it's, you know, it's lying about something pretty sacred and it's pretty yeah, bad, awful thing to do. So he finds One out about also- that. Yeah. And yeah, he's fucking not happy he's about that because he's like well, she knew. She knows and she's <laughs> um, running away from me. Yeah.
1: Not uh doesn't predispose him to uh being um, shall we say, uh charming when they no. first meet. No, um, he does not. But what I one aspect that I really did like about that scene that I think like might get glossed over when some people read it but of course I I read between the lines because I read <laughs> the lines four times um was that you have a very small part where you kind of show that because this culture is built around women having the power mm-hmm. that the subtle signals that human women use between themselves to indicate they need help or that they're oh, feeling threatened Yes. don't fucking work between women on this planet so she yeah. like, makes eyes at her guard and is like bitch get me out of this I need yeah. help I'm feeling yeah, very yeah. threatened and she does nothing because she does not read the signal at all I'm so um, happy that you does. said
0: that because I put that in thinking exactly that and there were a few people who were like I'm so annoyed with Donette her guard for not doing anything what is she doing and I'm like in this culture, a woman is not gonna come and rescue another woman unless they actually need like she's expecting yeah. her to do it herself. So yes. I'm glad you I'm glad you thought that for that. Yeah, scene. no, I I, yeah. I read
1: that scene. I was like, Oh, I know exactly what's happening here. Donnet mm-hmm. is not only is Donnet particularly like she is literally a guard. She's a badass. Mm-hmm. Like she mm-hmm. she dis- would never think. That she is in a situation that is physically non-threatening, as far as she can can tell. She would never think that a man would intentionally cause harm and therefore be necessary for her to step in to help another woman. A woman has all the power. A woman just says no, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, She has that innate cultural understanding, Mm -hmm. whereas, like, the the comprehension of the existential threat of being a woman on Earth, Mm -hmm. like, would never fucking, like... (laughs) Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. So there's a culture clash there, especially when then they use that excuse, which to them seems relatively harmless. Right. Um, goes against everything that the Clacanians believe in. They're deeply offended by it. Mm-hmm. Um and she's like, Well, you didn't understand that I needed help, that I felt threatened. I did what I had to do. It seemed yeah. reasonable to me. And she's like, What the fuck are you talking about? It seemed reasonable. All you had to do is say no. Yeah. <laughs> um so it's, a,
0: it's like a totally,
1: totally foundational misunderstanding. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Well, awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: So this is a good shit. Good world building shit. It was I you. love it.
0: Thank you. Um but to, okay, so that's the premise of the, the romance, yes. right? And then um obviously, you know, he's not that charming when he shows up, so she's kind of, you know, not, not into it, right? So it's the rejected He mate. basically tackles her
1: <laughs> he uh, and then shoves his face in her neck.
0: Yeah. So, like Well, also remember, right, as a mate, yeah. when you recognize someone It is a physical response, and he has been forcibly separated from her for a while. So he Mm -hmm. is not in the best state of mind either. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, on top of that, he thinks that, you know, she knew about him. And so he's a little bit angry. And uh, on the baseline of of Maxu as a person, he is not the most even keeled man. (sighs) Not so. the most chill. <laughs> no, no, no. No. He's also uh,
1: extremely sleep deprived and he's been oh, shooting himself yes. up with adrenaline shots for like two weeks. So. Just to
0: keep himself going. Yeah, he's a little yeah. frustrated. So it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff, you know, but he he gets better. He makes up for it. But um, so that's the, that's the romantic plot. And then just to answer your question about how I peered it down, it was tough. It was tough because I still wanted the romance to be yeah. up front. And then on top of that, I have to go on this tour where I have to describe enough of each of these cities that they're going to to make them interesting, but not so much for this to be a thousand page book, you know? Mm-hmm. And then um, there's a ton of side characters as well that we kind of had to pick and choose who to who to talk about and some were left out a bit. Yeah. And then there was a very... Uh, so the way that I did it was to kind of put rumblings in the background for most of the book on the background series plot and only really get into it at the end. So somebody who is reading would get to the end and feel that it all made sense and they felt it building, but it wasn't harped on early on because that would have just been, that would have been too much. It would have been too long. And I think it would have interrupted the, the romantic tension and the romantic um, side of things if there was too much side plot going on. It would have made it much more
1: suspenseful, which I don't think would have done it any favors. Like, Romantic suspense is great, but I think that with everything else you were doing, it would have definitely detracted from just like Max who Attempting to <laughs> get Meg to notice him, like yeah. I think, like I, I also like there. You had a ton to unpack with their backgrounds, like Max is going through it on his side. He's got a lot of stuff happening, but Meg is really the central, um, emotional core of the book. Where yep. Meg, I had so much sympathy for Meg. Like I know you were worried about people not liking Meg, and I can mm-hmm. see why. But Meg's entire, like. Her character made so much sense. Like, she comes from a family. who She grew up in the Midwest, comes from a very evangelical family. Mm-hmm. She made the mistake of sleeping with a neighbor boy when she was 18 and or like 17 and then yeah. they were pushed to get married at 18 and she'd been married for 10 years and she hates her life because he doesn't even give a shit about her. Um and uh it opens with her just like sitting in a field being like <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? Yeah I'm miserable. Yeah. Um, and then she gets abducted, right? But yeah. um and everything so gets better. so She's excited stealthed. about it. <laughs> but she also has arrived on a planet where monogamy is the dream yeah. right? yeah um and she's very scarred by what she's been forced into mm-hmm. and she and her conditioning
0: yeah i mean she feels very stunted right mm-hmm. she feels like she hasn't been able to grow up and live her life and experience things the way she imagines other people have so when she gets to this planet and she has you know all of this freedom well she feels is freedom she has um you know people giving her money and telling her that she's able to do things and offering her jobs and things that she's never experienced before, she she very much goes a little bit crazy at the beginning. You know? she, she
1: goes through teenage years on a speed run. Like she, she is does. attempting to figure out who she is and what she wants to do mm-hmm. outside of the pressure and the abuse of yep. of her life before. Yep. Um she was eighteen when she got married, she became a wife. They wanted her to become a mother too. Mm-hmm. She basically became a mother to her fucking shitty husband. Mm-hmm. Like she has not had the chance to know who she is. She's had like no self actualization yep. up until this point. And she fucking grasps it with yeah. with two hands, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden here comes this fucking man out of nowhere. He's like, You're mine And she's yeah. like, the fuck you say? I'm gonna yep. I gotta figure my shit out first.
0: Yeah, so um, it is rejected sense, me, Meg. but I feel like most of the response that I've gotten is is very much I understand. Though I don't think yeah. you know, and I think the other thing about Meg is that she know, like she's very smart. She she reads a lot. She wanted to learn everything she could. She was the first to learn how to read the language. Mm-hmm. She's voracious for information. So. She knows what the mating marks mean. She knows how they affect a person. And she knows that she's kind of screwed. Like this is her mate. There's no getting out of it. So she just takes time to settle into the idea of it. But she knows in the back of her mind that it's not something that she can, uh, you know, avoid forever. So I also like that about her. (laughs)
1: I like that about her. I liked how practical she was. I like that mm-hmm. she was compassionate. She was also very firm and like, No, you're going too fast. You don't yeah. know anything about me. And I'm yeah. going I'm I'm going to have my independence one way or the other. So we're gonna have to figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's never cruel to him. She's mm-hmm. never like she was never um cowardly i think like she never really like she tries to run that one time but like (laughs) hilariously goes so wrong um and she kind of knew too she was like this isn't gonna work there's no way this can work i'm maybe getting myself a day or two before he catches up yeah Uh, she didn't even fucking get that so funny um (laughs) but she's very very smart and she's she's not trying to hurt anybody but she also like isn't necessarily keen on like telling everyone her traumatic backstory, either. No. She's like, I don't want to live in the memories of how terrible my life was. I don't, even these people who I love who are my new family, right? All of her friends, mm-hmm.
0: which
1: you do such a good job of like all of the women interacting with each other and having such fun banter and like, mm-hmm. it's so good. Uh, they all love each other so much. Oh, <laughs> Girl, oh. <good. laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> I want to be part of that group. I want to be friends. I um, yeah, they were. Really oh, cool. Rita sounds amazing. Oh, I never thought know her, but
0: I love her. Man, I, wanna, I, wanna I love Rita. Rita. She just is like, she's like that woman, right? That I feel like ev- we've all met a woman like that who's just. Mm-hmm. They just move, they just float through life and they're so positive and they're so happy, but they're a little bit disconnected and just, mm. I just love her so much. They
1: have themselves figured out. And that's yeah. what's appealing, particularly yeah. to a character like Meg, who is trying to figure herself out. Yeah. And I think it's one of my favorite things is when you start towards like, I guess it was maybe two thirds of the way, Meg starts figuring out what she doesn't like. Yes. She's doing all this stuff. And she's like, oh, I don't think this is me. Yeah. I don't actually I'm not going to push this because I feel like actually I don't give a shit about this <laughs> and I don't want to be this person like she stops drinking because she realized that she doesn't even really like drinking very much yeah. like yeah yeah I noticed that like she starts like switching to water as she realizes she's not a party girl. Yeah um,
0: she tries it like, I mean she wants to try yeah, it she all. tries it she tries it but and it's not that she doesn't like drinking, it's just that you know yeah all the she time she was pushing really
1: hard she was pushing be. really hard yeah something that she wasn't sure she she actually was yes um, exactly yeah and also getting drunk seemed to get her in trouble sometimes <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah that's probably <laughs> smart
1: um yeah i don't know i thought the emotional core of the book was really strong which was which impressed me considering that you had so much going on from mm-hmm. like all of this political stuff that's kind of building and building and building throughout the book until the point where like you don't even realize it has happened like that that the, is risen to the point that you feel such tension. It's just kind of, it's so subtle. It, uh, I think uh, like what point through the book, like, I think I'm trying to pinpoint when I was like, Oh, this is going to break bad. Like, this is going to be really, really bad. I, yeah. I'm trying to uh, pinpoint what point of the book was it? Did you have a point where you were like, Oh, this is when I need to indicate like exactly like this is where things are turning.
0: Um, let's see. Uh, there was a little bit it, when the scientists ask her for testing and they do it in a way. So in one of the cities, the yeah. scientists. And so it's just kind of showing, I thought in that scene, it was just showing a little bit more desperation on the the part of like the politicians that are accompanying Meg because they're trying mm. to appease people. They're trying to you know, say, well, we do have things to offer, we can make this worth your while. And so these scientists kind of, they go and they ask Meg to do this testing, but they do it in a way where they assume she can't read and they give her a contract anyway, and they don't offer to pay her for her time like anyone else would be. And there's kind of um, a a guess from Maxu that maybe the the representative said that they could do it and so they you know so there's a little bit of lack of respect there so i think that was mm-hmm. kind of the start of it in my mind but mm-hmm. then i think um let's see if there was another turning point for that
1: because the the big one is when they get to the, the big old middle city and mm-hmm. people are f- not asking the humans really any questions they're just grilling the politicians like yes that was for sure like the last 25 percent of the book was like oh, things are gonna go bad so fast
0: here. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean.
1: I, I feel like there was a moment before that where I was like,
0: oh, no, There oh, were, no. So that's the thing is that I've tried to build in a lot of little mentions of it, a lot of little mm-hmm. moments. Like, I think um, where I laid the groundwork for a lot of that was in the interviews, right? Because mm-hmm, there were mm-hmm. always questions in every city they go to, they're, they're interviewed, right? Kind of like on a panel and the people are able to ask them questions. And I always tried to throw in a little bit of tension and um, conversation about them asking questions about the queen, specifically, not even asking Mm -hmm. questions about the human, asking about the queen of Tremonta, what she was doing, what her plans are, because they Mm -hmm. constantly are asking, what are your plans? What are your plans? And then when we get to that scene with the scientist he keeps saying, you know, this is going really well, right? That was a really good interview. This is go, and he keeps trying to get everybody to say how well it was going because there have been calls for a response from the Queen to figure out um, what her plan is for um, arguing her case for the Earth being reclassified so that they can be mm-hmm. reached out to. And she has been silent. It's been radio silence. And so everybody is kind of getting more and more and more frustrated with that radio silence. Um, But I think the for me, um, I think this subtlety from Meg's perspective was something Mm -hmm. that felt really realistic because I think so often there are rumblings of things that are happening and there are rumblings and there are rumblings and you don't really take them seriously. And then suddenly something big happens. You're like, oh. Mm -hmm. I, i've known about this for so long and i just never thought anything could come of it and then something does come of it so i think really um in that city uh adenalus that's when there's mm-hmm. more i think the nervousness is starting to build a little bit
1: yeah i mean there are hints of it like you said you you really did a, a great job of being like there's a reason that like no one knows what city the humans are gonna go to yes no that's one the other like they yeah. they are they get permission to fly their like their little balls um like really really high up so they can't be tracked. <laughs> yep. um and like they all this stuff it's supposed to be a surprise because they are you know at first you're like oh it's because of like security concerns they're worried about mobs what, what they're worried about is these humans getting snatched mm-hmm. um, by these by these governments um, yeah. not just like you know bad people working on their own but mm-hmm. like actually like actual political violence yep. um and that kind of sets the background tone of what's going on at the same time that we have like Maxu, who doesn't give a shit about politics he doesn't give a no. shit about any of this he doesn't even care about his planet
0: no um, well he's he- very much of the idea we're dying and he's been yeah comfortable like acknowledging that inevitability for a very long mm-hmm. time so he's very much like we're dying, why are we putting all of these laws into place to keep us suffering longer? So that's Mm. kind of his dark...
1: Everyone should fuck whoever they want, it doesn't matter! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Which, fair, fair enough. Um, But, so he's not really paying that much attention to the political situation until the Mm. very end, where he's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Oh no, Uh, I do care, oh god, I want to live here with my beautiful mate, and things need to get better, or else we're fucked. Yeah. so I, th- I, loved, I loved his arc of being, like, absolutely laser-focused on Meg. And because he's so laser-focused on Meg from the start, he ends up having to care about yeah. everything else as
0: well, which yeah. is a hilarious
1: turn. Like, it's yeah, so yeah. good.
0: He cares about it because it affects her, and he cares about her. So he's still yes. pretty laser-focused, but his, um I guess... You know, his his job in being her mate is expanding his morality mm-hmm. a little bit. <laughs> God, bitch, I guess I got to save the world. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Let me go steal some stuff. That'll probably help. Oh, gosh, he's such a kleptomaniac. He steals a lot. <laughs> I loved every scene where he's
1: just like, I'm just going to take that. That's yeah. mine now. And that's mine now. Oh, this, like, super secret lab where all this human stuff is that, like, might be necessary to understanding how they could,
0: like, reproduce with us and stuff like that. No, 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 no. That's my <laughs> It's mine. <laughs> I'm gonna go in there. Maybe it'll help me understand her more instead of just talking to her, so I'm just gonna take off. The- uh-huh.
1: <laughs> talking is yeah. not Maxu's strong suit. Ooh, ooh. That
0: He's a little, he's a little too intense for that. He'd rather smooch. He would. He would. I mean, I feel like, isn't that all grumpy? romantic male leads (laughs) that's
1: true that's true
0: yeah uh
1: i i loved maxu and i loved meg and i thought they did really well together and i love their romance because Mm -hmm. it was just like yeah that would be really fucking difficult like i Mm -hmm. i think we all like want to imagine that in in their place we would be like gung-ho and super happy about it all and not have an issue right in reality like you wouldn't be like you'd have your same baggage, no, and it would be yeah. hugely shocking. And if you came from the background that Meg came from, you probably would also balk at first at, uh, you know, some random fucking very scary looking dude coming up to you "You're mine now," and you have no choice. Yep. Um, yep. I don't. You know, I well, wouldn't be a huge fan of that. There's yep. a lot of hot dudes on Cucania. Okay, you're not the there only are. one,
0: right? Yeah, and she was very interested in finding out more about all the other hot dudes, but... Oh, she tries hard. She tries hard. She's like, I'm going to flirt my ass off, and then... She tries smooching, smooching a few. She does. And these poor
1: guys don't know how to do that. They they have no idea
0: what she's doing.
1: (laughs) Hey, boy. So, I love the part where you were like, um, aren't you guys worried about
0: mouth bacteria? Mouth bacteria. (laughs) 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 And they're just like... No, no, you'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, you know, I think um, with kissing, too, there's a scene where they're talking about why or that it's interesting that they find it so disgusting. And then there's a few of the male guards who are like, but just ask, you know, I mean, we're open to trying stuff. It'll be fine. You can (laughs) kiss me if you want. You Okay. It's all right. If you wanna
1: if you wanna practice <coughs> if you're open to lessons. <coughs> yeah. I may mm. also want a human mate someday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Please uh so, so I've quietly I mean, weeping. I know, I know. Those poor those poor guys too. They uh
1: everyone's so sad. I, know, I also so sad. I really loved the the Tara and uh Donnet uh subplot.
0: I was yeah
1: that was the good shit.
0: I know. Story. I love that. You know, we meet Donette in um book four in Tempting Hazed in yeah. Alex's book. And I uh I was very much like, oh, I want Donette to find some fun stuff because she's such a cool lady. Mm, and does. She, does. Yeah. she does. She does. She does.
1: She gets it done. Eventually. <laughs> eventually. With, uh, much prodding.
0: Yeah. I love she's... Tara.
1: Tara was just like, you know what? I'm in touch with my feelings. I don't yeah. have these
0: issues, so I I'm going to be upfront. Man, they have such a healthy relationship they compared do. to all like these they're other They're probably the healthiest fucking heads. relationship on yeah. this
1: planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, Tara and Donette get their H.E.A. at the end. Um,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sort of. They do. They do. They <laughs> do. They do. They do. It's overshadowed a little bit, but they do. Yeah. yeah. Yes.
1: Yes. Um, I I can't wait. To, to see where you pivot from here because like just the world building like the end of the book was such a huge escalation yes um and like things are gonna fucking change and although like i am sad for like certain things that happened and i'm sad that like the happy little bubble that we've been in has been mm-hmm. popped right because like yeah Everything is so pink and sparkly and nice mm-hmm. and fun. And these girl pals living in these fun little houses together. Like, this yeah, is great. Yeah. I am very excited to see how all of these stories now open up because these women aren't being sequestered. They, they Things no. have happened that make it so that they are going to be, shall we say, dispersed. We, um,
0: we will continue to see more of the world. Definitely. Yes. We will... Uh, you know, I I enjoy a lighter tone in the romance, so mm-hmm. that will still be there because yeah, I just can't write something that's you know no, dark all the I way mean, through. So yeah, yeah, you could definitely
1: get super dark if you wanted to, but that wouldn't mm, be
0: very no, no, no. So I, uh, you know, that lighter romantic aspect is always going to be there, but um, the background plot that that will be evolving, and um, I'm excited. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm super excited. <laughs> I can't wait to see, like, I'm excited because obviously, like, we have been introduced all of a sudden at the very end, we're introduced to, like, so many new possibilities and yes. so many new characters that could get stories and, like... Mm-hmm. Did I get a glimpse of my boy Cadian? No, I did not. And that hurts oh, me. Yeah. yeah and yeah. you I think you knew that. Um, and that's fine. We can have words about that after we're done recording. Um, but uh that's okay. He's around,
0: he's around, he'll be back. I assume
1: he's around. He's a fucking
0: general. He's, he's gotta get he's probably very busy at the end of the book. I get that. I mean, he's gonna have some internal debates about a lot of things. Loyalties. You know? Loyalties.
1: Duty. Yep. And loneliness, for Bowie. My poor, my poor boy. I love him so much. <laughs> I love everybody else too, but I love I love him a lot. Um. But uh. But yeah. So I think like, you you have now like, I think you did it perfectly because this feels like the end of season one, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I and have. Now we're moving on to season two. I have like, you know, it's funny you say that because I have that in my mind. I have like different big end points of of mm-hmm. the of the background plot that i want to get to and this was one of them so hell yeah Ooh, i can't yeah. wait I'm, I'm really excited
1: i can't now i i is i have to go reread them all again oh, um <laughs> because now i have to wait for the next one yeah um and all, i assume the yeti novella which is coming oh yeah um
0: daddy Yetis. and
1: uh I gotta have, I gotta have my daddy Yeti's. Yeah. His weird little cave or something. I don't know what they have. We didn't even get into that. I assume they have have weird ice
0: caves. It is exactly that. They're ice, um, uh, ice tubes, I think they call them. Yeah. Ice tubes. Yeah. Yeah. But they're, um, they're nice and furry and snuggly. I mean, even Meg was into it at the beginning and then she was like, oh, you're actually kind of (laughs) weird. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I want to see one of those Yeti men be like, oh my God, you're so small and hairless.
0: You you're so die. bald. Yeah. I'm, hey, poor, that'll poor, be an interesting, girl.
1: interesting question. Because if you get mating marks, how do you fucking tell you got hairy hands? Ooh. Ooh. How weird. Yeah. yeah. Huh. <laughs> All these questions that need answers, Victoria. Come mm-hmm. on. Yeah. I'm here. I'm
0: waiting. <laughs> Just so. have to write faster.
1: Faster, yeah. faster, faster. Right, faster. Move your fingies faster.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <sighs> well, while we wait, it's pluggable time.
0: Okay. <clears throat> All right. I believe in you, buddy. <laughs> the problem is, is that, you know, the name, it's not the same thing everywhere.
1: Yeah, that does suck.
0: Okay. All right. Okay. okay, so um, you can find me on my website victoriavavelline You can also find me on Instagram um at victoriaavelineauthor. author. Um, you can find me. I'm not super active on my personal or on my um author TikTok page, Victoria Aveline. Um, but if you go to at the clicanian series there's a lot of activity and fun skits and stuff on there and um i really i really enjoy that one uh
1: we also just sketches
0: yeah there's one uh there's a new video that my wonderful social media manager did with um about Megan Maxine, and I thought it was super cute. So, was that the out. one where she
1: like she walks out of the house? Yeah, so she's like, like
0: Yay, yeah. I'm so excited, I'm gonna go explore the world. And then her, she roped her husband into being a part of the TikTok, and he just comes out of fucking nowhere and chases her <laughs> down the street. It's awesome. Um, so, there's that really fun stuff on there. Uh, we just opened a Patreon, mm-hmm. which is a lot of fun. Um, we have uh, exclusive NSFW art on there and then early access to SFW art. We have um, sneak peeks of things like covers and merch and polls and a bunch of fun stuff. So that is um, Victoria Aveline, author on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find my books on Kindle Unlimited on Amazon, the Clacanian series. This new release is Resisting Maxu. Um, and I think that's about it. Oh, on Facebook I am Victoria Aveline Books, I believe, and we have a reader group on there. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, good reader. Um, yeah, it's a it's a really fun reader group. They're really they're really active and they like to talk to each other. And somebody just made a crossword puzzle book of my like based on my series, which is out of control to me. I she sent it to me and I honestly I'm like I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to fill in all of these things you know but I'm going to try Um, but yeah it's just a really great group and so I would recommend joining that it's um Victoria Averline's reader group so pretty pretty simple to remember and I think that's it I think that's all alright well mm-hmm. yeah
1: I mean Obviously I endorse rereading all of the books if, or reading them for the first time if you have it. They're great. They're all very mm-hmm. fun. I st- I still think that it's funny because I have like favorites for different reasons. Mm-hmm. I I think that the I'm blanking on the name, forgive me. But the Viraco's book, the yep. her the absolute mad Verico, yeah. Survi- Yes, the the yeah. survivalist heroine. Oh, Lily, yeah. Oh my god that you know, like whole bear grizz grill style i'm gonna figure out how to fucking survive in an alien wilderness yeah to, like uh
0: oh uh, choice I, extremely I good i love her so much and there are so many there are not so many but there are people who don't like her you know everybody's she's too so, competent everybody's so, so hard on the heroines right so yeah, you nah. know they don't like her because she's mean or she's like she has been surviving on her own in the alien She's wilderness. been eating grubs. Just give her a break, you know? She's an yeah. awesome, awesome lady. Yeah, I like yeah, her man. a lot. And he's yeah. very impressed by her.
1: Mm-hmm. Very impressed. Mm-hmm. Very vexed all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wow, I feel like that's that's the trend in, in all of the... <laughs> all Everyone except Luca is extremely vexed by their mates all the time. Oh, oh yeah, yep. Yes, they are. Luca's like, she's great. <laughs> Nothing about her I dislike. She, Everything's wow. awesome. She's, she's fantastic. I guess uh, Fejo is like thinks, that, too. True. Fejo yeah. also, until, like, the last third, and then mm-hmm. he's like... We're going to have words, young lady. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but uh, yeah, I think because Theo thought that Jade was a spy of some yep. absolutely indefinable sort. Yeah. Not a whole lot of logic there. No. Um, uh, yeah, I just that I that book is still so wild. That is such a wild start to the series. Yeah. Like he the fact that. He lives on a planet where aliens, like, aren't abnormal. Like, they yeah. have... And and he thinks, like... He's like, I... You must be just some alien I've never heard of that looks, like, fantastic and yeah. is clearly a honeypot inserted yep. into my home. Despite the fact that he hasn't really been doing... He's been basically
0: retired for a while. He, this like, guy... Logic is not... You know, it's not leading the cart here the (laughs) the leaps he makes and she's just like i don't even know how to use the fucking dishwasher like i don't i think she does a great job of making fun of him for him for his beliefs throughout the book but yeah yeah no Uh, not reasonable
1: and also that running up the the down escalator still fucking gets me yeah <laughs> oh yeah. extremely good anyway anyway you should read all these books they're great I have read them all a million times and I never get tired of them obviously <laughs> um I have to restrain myself from from rereading them more than I do probably because uh-huh. uh, I have gotten to the point where I read so much that like I'm in like the drought territory where it's really uh, hard for me to find yeah. new authors that I yeah. like um and so I just end up like rereading two or three books a week mm. um and like it's
0: the struggle is real for me personally. Yeah. Oh, You've read so much you, read It's all so it's all there now. All I just wish that I liked contemporary or historical more. By which yeah. I means at all. Yeah. Yeah. There's a
1: whole whole bunch of that. So much. There's so much of it. And instead I like weird shit. And mm-hmm. because I like weird shit, there just is a smaller pool of authors that I enjoy. Um, yeah. And sometimes I don't even really like the prose very much, but I'm like, this is good enough. I'll yeah. take it. I'll take what I can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that happens more often than I'd like to admit, actually. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, on that note, uh, <laughs> if if you if you want to read, read my read books, a
0: really great author, <laughs> then you can read Abigail's uh, books with wonderful prose. I don't know about
1: all that. I don't know. Them, but I do know that I do have books out. Mm-hmm. Um so if you want to read those, you can. I also have a new book coming out, my vampire novel. Empire.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um the cover will have been revealed uh as of the time this comes out next week. Um, oh, beautiful,
0: isn't it? Uh
1: it well, I just finished the actual the the um the full paperback spread. And yeah. I actually think it's cooler because I get oh. to do really cool 3D shit. Oh. Um I'm very excited about it. Um, okay. Yeah, I've heard from patrons that it is their favorite co- cover so far, oh, um, nice. which is interesting. I, I never really know what's going to hit them. Um, I'm mm-hmm. always just kind of like, well, I'll do this thing, and I like it, and I hope other people like it, too. Um, but it's about a vampire who owns a really snazzy estate up in the Sierra Mountains, um, and he is a former assassin for a vampire mob, essentially, and... Mm-hmm. Um, He's retired, and he hires a person to look after this acclaimed rose garden on his property that he doesn't really give two shits about. Um, And over the course of a year, he basically falls in love with her through a window um, Mm. as he watches her in the rose garden. and. she she also kind of falls in love with him but from a different angle which is to say she's fucking terrified of the vampire shadow that stands (laughs) in the window all the time um but she's kind of also turned on by it yeah um and they don't meet for a year until zia the the female main character makes a mistake that ends up with her um being trapped in the greenhouse at night and uh yeah um she's the zia's a Interesting character. She's very fun. Um, but uh that's when they, they end up crossing paths and they have a beautiful courtship ship that involves fancy dinners and vampire mm. shit and homemade hot cocoa and it's very cozy. Um until all of a sudden it's not cozy anymore. It's quite stressful. <laughs> um <laughs> it's also very horny. Uh Z and Harlan love to fuck. It's great. Well, I mean oh, it was supposed to awesome. be awesome. Yeah. The novella, Why not? not a novella anymore it's, it's gonna it's about seventy
0: thousand words now oh wow yeah, yeah. went a little over yeah. went a little well, over i mean 70 is not i mean 70 is not anymore
1: but... but certainly not that i'm saying yeah. it's a short novel yeah <laughs> yep uh but yeah so that's uh up for pre-order you can check out the um the thing the cover but also there's going to be an interior illustration i have not decided if i'm going to announce what that's going to at the same time that I do the cover reveal I might I'm not sure I haven't I haven't decided on that I gotta decide today because it's going up tomorrow mm-hmm. um, but I, I have a very sweet interior illustration that's going to be in the paperback so don't um, you need your hands on that she got the book It's um. it'll be nice coming out January 10th other than that um, you can join the Patreon where I release all of this you can actually read Empire now it's on there yeah I'm um, on there works my Abigail um, we're 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 titties deep into uh into courtship uh, fucking ah con- oh, courtship's conquest. There we go. My <laughs> brain is not it today. Uh, the alliteration really gets me sometimes. Um, courtship's conquest, which is about a coyote shifter and
0: an Yes, it is and a very a cute, confused <laughs> coyote Fish. shifter. He's a he's a fucking idiot. Like I love him. He's a
1: fucking idiot. Ooh. Very determined. Has a idea of what he wants, but he's a yeah. fucking idiot. Love um, him. Camille's just doing her best out here. In her high <laughs> she is. Um, and they, uh, they, they, they bang in the first chapter uh, for the most part. So, um, if you're interested in that, you can actually read the first two chapters for free if you if you go to the, the Patreon right now. Um, but other than that, you can pre order it or you can read other books. Concerts Glory out now. Da. <laughs> <laughs> well, know, the salesman. I know Over like once you've done on a whole episode side. on it like it's yeah. kind of like I don't uh, I've done technically I've done two episodes on my own fucking books I'm like I don't you guys know you know yeah. <laughs> um, although you'll you'll laugh so I had a one of my customers at the bookshop one of my return customers she's lovely her name is Dee and Dee is um, a you know uh, a lovely middle-aged woman who comes in and she's like you gotta tell me what I should read and I'm mm-hmm. like okay and we ended up Last year, basically getting into talking about romance novels, and so whenever she comes in, I just give her like a pile of new romance novels, and she just like oh, takes them all. Love like the her. best best customer, yeah. Oh yeah, it's awesome. And I'm just like, here's a you know, here's a queer romance, here's like a dragon yeah. romance, and she's just like, yes, 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 yes. And I'm like, yeah. And I guess I just never mentioned to her that I had published my own books. And um, so it came up last time she visited, and she was like, what do you well, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh. Oh, by the yes, way. <laughs> it, oh, by the way, I you know, I do. It, it, I'm. It feels weird because I never, like, particularly when you're pitching stuff face to face, you never want to be like, hey, don't, you need to buy my books. And if you'd say no to buying my books, you're saying no to my face. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I never, I'm always like, listen, you don't have to. I will never ask. Like, don't worry about it. Just, yeah. so you know, like, here's the thing. Um, She's like, no, I need them. Both, and so she bought both fragile beings in consort's glory. Yeah, and then it took like I don't know, it took like a week or whatever for her to come pick them up. And she comes back in, and she's she's you know picking them up from the counter, and she wanted me to sign them for. Her. It was very sweet. Oh yeah, I did that. I was super wicked embarrassed. Um, and then uh, <laughs> someone was like up behind her. This like old lady was behind her trying to buy a calendar, and as she's like, she's she started reading it in front of me at the counter, and was like the the danger the danger was so real because she she opened up um fragile beings first and there's like five like oral scenes in yeah. fragile pink yeah and i was like oh, at any point you could open up to, to smile. please don't not in front of me um and so she like opens up she starts to be, she's like this is good hey this is really good and i was like thank you d thank you and she notices this like woman behind her and she goes to leave and as she's leaving she she stops them and is like look at these covers aren't they beautiful <laughs> <laughs> and this poor woman is like clutching her calendars, like, yeah, they're yeah, they're very pretty yeah, they're pretty cool. yeah. <laughs> and I haven't uh, seen D sets, so I hope she likes them. Love D. Yeah. Oh well, boy. Yeah. So that's what selling my books in the bookstore is like, in case you're wondering. <laughs> well, Embarrassing.
0: I mean, she's gonna be selling them all for you if she gets back in there. Oh god. Going up to everybody in the store. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that's a character I'm... you can write. Yeah. Oh my god. D. <laughs> oh, I
1: love D. D's, yeah. D's great. D just this is so good. But I'm I'm so embarrassed. I'm, <laughs> oh
0: yeah, I know right.
1: Oh god. Um, but yeah, I'm also planning to put um. Now that I'm done with selling the uh, Concert's Glory book boxes, I'm going to be putting in new interior illustrations into all paperbacks that go out into the world. So there's going to be a reissue of the original paperbacks um, with the special edition illustration, the clinch that I've got um, in there. So, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, as well as Fragile but That'll be different. That actually hasn't been seen by anybody yet. So I know. I know. Big things are happening. Big things. Big things. Need to see it now. Yes. You get the you get the, the DL. You get the you get the the, the, yeah. the real shit.
0: Good, because yes. I already have the books and I need to see this. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um well, all right. So that's the end of this, I guess. Uh Victoria, thank you for being on again. Thank I you for really having like
0: me. Look. Yes.
1: Um, this is my my um this is this is your reward for um doing the mafia <laughs> episodes with me. which I don't even think you've really earned, frankly, because yeah. of what
0: you did to me. Um, but I still i have I've not finished um torturing you because I still have to watch the next movie that came out and live. Are there text two you. more now? I don't know. I don't know. I want to say there's there's three in total now. Well, i, I watched the first two. You, I made you watch the first one. I, yes. I went over the plot of the second one on yes. one of those podcasts. So now I have to watch the third one and tell you everything Evil that Twin. Yes. Yeah, evil remember? Twin Random voice. Evil Twin happens in the <laughs> second one. I can't imagine.
1: mafia heir working as her gardener slash pool boy that she then runs
0: away with. Exactly. Something? There is mm-hmm. so much going on, and so I just need to—I need to watch the third one, and I need to tell you everything about it so you can enjoy, relive that enjoyment. Ah. Uh huh. <laughs> mhm. Okay. They're just so bad. They're so
1: embarrassing. I
0: just—they're the second one. I mean, it was ninety percent sex with music over the top of it. You know what I mean? That's all it it's was. Just, and then there was like also he has an evil twin. I'm like, "What what is this? What am I? What kind of I, art am I experiencing right now?" So I know <laughs> I I feel like a mirror is being held up to our genre and I don't yeah, like it. I don't I like know, the reflection. Exactly. <laughs> this is a book it come to life and I it's just incredible. Wait.
1: Hold on. Wait. Hold on. Wait. Hold on before we go. Hold yeah, on.
0: yeah. Wait, yeah. hold on.
1: Hey. I'm waiting. Hold on. Wait, hey, hold on. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she put up her wonderful background again of uh, one scene where just a very convoluted, you know. I thought the whole movie was going to be this scene, and it wasn't. It was oh, like no.
1: five minutes max. It was yeah. lame. yeah, yeah. I thought the whole movie was going to be him attempting to, like, win over the woman he has tied to his bed but it wasn't that
0: no it was a very so this scene is the woman in a robe naked underneath because that's how I like to visit my captor's room Goes just goes to his room to be fair he's very hot he's so hot but also like if you're gonna go to his room totally fine but then she's like angry with him for her being in his room Something something. somehow gets tied up to the bed. I don't know. It's a lot. Cuffed.
1: Cuffed to the bed. There are cuffs just
0: waiting. And they're in like a hotel.
1: It's weird. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then like
0: she watches him get head from another woman and her, you know, boob pops out renaissance style and she's just enjoying. (laughs) Haven't we all been there? I know, right? Yeah. Titty's just out and then she's just really into it, but she's aggressively acting like she is not
1: she yes is. and he's aggressively yeah. making eye contact and making the weird faces that he makes when yeah blowjobs which yeah, yeah. we get a lot of we get a lot of examples of those faces
0: oh, yeah. a lot a lot a so lot. many like the first 10 minutes of the movie we get that yeah just yeah. a lot a lot of that and then um just really angry looking you know like he doesn't yeah. look like he's enjoying it no so well, because he's mad because he wants it
1: to be her, but he's not mad enough to not
0: get a blowjob. Right. And then it's immediately after he gets a blowjob, he's like, I'm going to fuck you all night. I'm like, what are you talking about? You just got a blowjob. You're, you're not an alien. You're not an alien. You can't do that.
1: <laughs> you're an alien or a vampire or a werewolf or whatever. No. Like, you don't get to say that. You got to go no. lay down
0: for five minutes. I know. Um, and he looks like so tired after two. Yeah. Like, you're...
1: He's very sweaty and he's yeah. very mad. And then yeah. he, like, goes, he, like, Makes like he's gonna go down on her, and then and then he's like, no, <laughs> and there's yeah. like a lot of like growling, and then he like throws himself off, and it's like yeah. a whole thing. Anyway, slap my computer. I'm 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 angry about this movie all over again. So thank yeah, but you. You remember all of it, and you're yeah, fucking. You know, it got you the talking, fa- and that's the fact <laughs> that I do is fucked up. Considering I like <laughs> sped through and kept most of it on mute. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> out of control. Anyway. This has been an episode of this podcast. We can yeah, revisit this later. Okay. I'll, uh, okay. Maybe I'll do that
0: today. I'll, I'll watch that movie and I'll... Um... Is that going to be a I'm, from... like, I'm not going to say...
1: True. You're going to say no. I'm still going to do it. So. I'll just block you. <laughs> Discord? 24-hour <Yeah>. block. <laughs> yes. Don't fucking tempt me. <laughs> All right. That's the end of the episode. Goodbye. Goodbye. Kingdom of Thirst is a member of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find all of our episodes and tons of new podcasts to listen to at frolic.media slash podcasts.